We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the OBR Film Breakdown. We are doing an episode that we really didn't plan to do. We were going to talk about the NFL awards uh, and release it a little later in your Friday, but with the Browns pulling off what they pulled off here, Andrew, I I think we have to jump in and get this out on sort of an immediate release schedule. So here we are. We're up late. We're talking about the Browns winning awards. They've pretty much wrapped up everything at this point. Lamar Jackson had a clean sweep almost. I mean, I'm not sure that there's been I know Steph Curry was the first unanimous NBA MVP not too long ago, maybe 2016, because that's when the Cavs beat them, if I recall. Uh, I mean, Lamar gets 49 of 50 first place votes. The only other uh, there was one vote that went to Josh Allen. So didn't really expect that. But we're not going to spend time on that because that's not important. The Browns won four awards. But before we do get into the awards themselves, I think the one that we were paying the closest attention to kind of between it was between Kevin and miles to see if those guys would win. I felt like they'd be close. I thought miles award of defensive player of the year would be closer than some people thought. And it ended up being a little closer than we thought, but the night kicks off before the award show even happens with our um, good rival TJ Watt firing off a tweet. And uh, I couldn't, believe this this happened i can't recall andrew a player up for a serious award taking to social media to complain about not getting that award and ruining the outcome for everyone watching because like you know you noted before the show this is a two-horse race yeah micah parsons could have won but it didn't feel like he was quite so seriously in contention so he ruined it right then and there with miles winning the award and i have not I can't really quite wrap my mind around how uh, immature that choice yes, was to go absolutely. there. Yeah. You know, I don't know if it's led by his brother's recent attack on PFF being public. And he thinks that, like, this is an okay decision, but yeah, man, I know you were firing off some tweets that got, got some attention from folks in the uh, Pennsylvania area. So I'll let you go ahead yeah. and, uh, talk through your thoughts it's never man. it's never good to gain notoriety you never no. want it you want it's i i have been so happy to be on this podcast for a while now without really getting much like attention i i love the the community of people that listen and support and give great questions and all that stuff 
Mm-hmm. I also like that, like I'm able to do that while still mostly being under the radar. Um, I just, I wanted to summarize in one tweet what happened because I think, because it was before the award show even started. It's a Thursday night in February. Nobody's really thinking about the NFL. And I think it maybe kind of caught people off guard that TJ Watt was tweeting about the outcome of a thing that was not yet publicly known. And so I saw a few people that I follow, including our friend Cody Sook, kind of like indicating a little bit of confusion about like, wait, what, what, why is, who's upset? What's that? You know, and so I just wanted to like summarize basically because yeah, the, the summary is TJ Watt found out about the results of the defensive player of the year vote before the ceremony began. Probably his agent tipped him off. That's, I would assume, how it works. Or the team maybe found out. I think the team PR has to do a bunch of legwork for this stuff. Yeah, they all know well in front. So like right. these tweets right. that get fired off from the big names that are insiders are getting tipped off from the teams in-house. It's it's all a thing, right? Right, so, yeah. So, the, the, yeah. Te- the, the teams that are getting award winners know ahead of time so that they can prepare a graphics package and a video and a whole thing. So there's some behind-the-scenes stuff happening. And TJ is so upset about by this perceived slight that he takes to Twitter and doesn't say, I was robbed, doesn't say, he just says, nothing I'm not used to. Yeah, you're is, right, TJ Watt. Everybody has uh, totally screwed you over your right. entire career, man. Right. The whole, <laughs> right. It, it, the, the perceived victimhood is the part here that I cannot get over because that is such a trope at this point where you have people who have been well-respected their entire career. Nobody gets more screen time in a Pittsburgh Steelers game than TJ Watt. That's just a, that's a fat, that's an ironclad fact. He is out front of that team every week. He certainly puts up a bunch of counting stats. I think we both know Jake, that there are some more advanced statistical measures and watching film that will tell you that he doesn't impact games quite as much as, other pass rushers in the league, not just Miles Garrett. There's there's other guys here that also uh, deserve consideration above him. I think Micah Parsons. Uh, and so you look at the 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 most reliable metric to me is the 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 way the players voted, and he was not a first team All Pro according to the players at at edge rusher. So which Micah Parsons took to Twitter to explain exactly, to people. Right. Right. Again so you've got tonight. literally players against players to a certain extent. It's but I just think the, I just think the idea that a, a man who has won defensive player of the year award twice. It's not like he's been overlooked 5 years in a row. He's not the Susan Lucci of defensive player of the year awards. <laughs> he he's gotten plenty of credit. He gets so much love, but it's not enough. And so he has to go on Twitter before the award show starts and complain or do this sort of false, I was born in the streets, I've been, I've been up against it my entire life, BS, right? To, to, to try and make himself feel better about the fact that he wasn't handed yet another award. I just think it's incredibly embarrassing for a very high-end NFL athlete to be so sensitive. And frankly, maybe this sounds a little cliche, I didn't, I expected better from him. I, Miles Garrett never did this any of the years where he didn't win, right? Um, I don't remember Micah Parsons doing this. I don't remember another NFL player complaining about the outcome of an award. I really don't. I, I'm sh- Somebody 
hit me up on Twitter. I, can't I will try and find you in my mentions. Uh, that was that was the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, and- it's un. I really think it's unprecedented, yeah. and that's the part that drives me crazy because it. <laughs> he can get away with it too. He's well, type. that's 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 the thing is that he is going to get away with it, and I don't I don't think he should be able to because I think it's I think it's truly classless to take that attitude and and think that you're that much better than the other people playing on the same field as you that you don't think that they're deserving ever of of the same award that you have won before. I I just think there's there's just no grace. There's no sense of camaraderie. It's incredibly selfish, and I, I you know so. That really set me back. And then once that's happening, now you're just settled in for the night of, you know, basically just enjoying how upset an entire fan base is going to get about an award, which I I cannot imagine a stupider thing to get upset about. I really can't. I cannot imagine expending (laughs) even a little bit of emotional energy about something this stupid. If TJ would have won that award, I'd have been like, all right, man, right on. Yeah, exactly. I would have shrugged. It's... These awards, although these do carry a significant amount of weight for your career accolades, so you can't just totally brush it off, they're largely driven by storylines and, like, the belief of person to person. So, like, I'm sorry, TJ, that not enough people agree that you are a better player or had a better season than Miles Garrett, but what are you going to do? Like, I'm just blown away by how many people in this – Pittsburgh online community driven by their radio hosts are this mad about this decision. They're like, I shouldn't be surprised because, you know, miles Garrett is a point of real hatred for them because of the helmet fiasco and their belief that Mason Rudolph had no part of that. (laughs) And like that part of it put a real hatred into their heart for miles. True. It's like, it's the, it's the cocktail of all cocktails to really get these guys that upset, but it is not, it is still not uh, something to this degree. I was anticipating like they're going, they're nonstop. Like you put that tweet out and there are just people that want, and then I like, look like say some random person says something ridiculously, either offensive or stupid that like, if you knocked on their door and said, Hey man, did you tweet this? They wouldn't, they wouldn't even admit it because it's that ridiculous. They're doing it nonstop. They're not just finding what they're doing it nonstop. Like I, I pretty firmly am placing and this, I felt this way for a while, like their fan base, the people, and I'm not even talking people that are just like random Minkaberg or random, like all these other stupid fan accounts. I'm talking like their radio hosts and their people that try to cover them without subjectivity it is an unbelievable cult that goes on over there of like something that you and I have talked about many times of just belief that things will work out for them. And I think this is similar to the point we talked about on that pass interference. They thought would get called Andrew, no matter what everyone said leading up to this award, miles is going to win this award. They still thought the NFL would take care of it until it didn't happen. And when it didn't happen, they didn't know how to react. And when you don't know how to react, what do you do? You attack people. So this is like the MO. It's just, again, I'm I'm like secondhand embarrassed for all of these people, the way they're acting. And uh, normal fan bases, normal people would just say, congratulations to Miles. Congratulations to whatever. And I, that's the point. Miles had a great season. 
and he deserved to win the award. Could it have been better? Could he have closed it with better counting stats? Sure. But he deserved to win the award for a defense that was really good. And Jim Schwartz wins the award too. So that's right. like speaks to the yeah. defense, the total right. overhaul, the defense and miles leading it. And, and, and Schwartz talks about, I can't get this award without miles Garrett. And it's clear, Andrew, the league respects the people in the trenches of the NFL respect miles Garrett above all other defensive players playing the game right now. That is the fact. So if you're a Pittsburgh person who likes to look at pro football reference or whatever, good for you. That's awesome. Congratulations by, you know, taking your columns and turning one yet like green and red and, and feeling like a really cool uh, presence on social it's media. It's so helpful that they do that too, because I struggle so to see if like 19 is a bigger number than 16. That that really fucks me up a lot. So I, it's nice to see the numbers. Yeah. Well, it's just the, important the colors, the, the colors yeah. really help me. Their opinion doesn't mean anything. The opinion of the people in the NFL and covering it the most closely does mean something. And they think Miles Garrett's the best player in the NFL this year on defense, and I would agree with that. So there we go. Anything to add to that, Andrew? No, I love it, man. I think that's perfect. I, I think I, I, it's this is one of those situations where it's a, it's a testament to how wrong these folks are that they just keep getting madder and madder. It is yeah. absolutely that old uh, tweet of, uh, you know, I'm I'm not mad, I'm not mad. Right. It's that whole thing. So I'm enjoying it. It's been a fun night. Uh, I really didn't expect this to happen. I, I kind of thought Miles would win, but I didn't, like you said, I kind of thought we were all prepared for it at this point, but <laughs> uh, fo- folks were not prepared. So it's been no. a lot of fun. As, as you alluded to, Jim Schwartz wins assistant coach of the year. Kevin Stefanski wins coach of the year, head coach of the year. And then Joe Flacco wins comeback player of the year, which is the funniest one of all, frankly, because as People a lost some real money on that <laughs> one, that. As, as a Browns alchemy on Twitter said, one, one of the guys I like to follow, he said, what did Joe Flacco come back from? <laughs> yeah. It just came back from not being in the league. Just came back. He just came back. He's just coming yeah. back. <laughs> the definition of comeback player of the year is so right. loose, right? He just, it, he returned. Yeah, he came yeah. back to the NFL, I guess, is <laughs> the way to say it, right? It is it it's is such so a funny. weird yeah, it's such yeah. a weird award. But yeah. I get what they're trying to do, but I think trying to like perfect that award is so hard to do. So you're left with like obviously DeMar Hamlin deserves something. Sure. But there's not quite the category for this performance, like what happened with DeMar versus like what guys like Flacco did right which yeah yeah, I don't know it's it's weird and and this is the thing that makes me kind of roll my eyes about about the whole scenario is like I mean if you're sick enough to bet on that stuff then you got to live with those consequences and and that's not an award that means much like no most players go ahead the fact that I mean they showed Mayfield after Flacco was announced I think it's got to really be eating him up he's he's sitting there saying I went to the divisional round of the playoffs won my division Really came back from the brink of being uh, 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 out, you know, out of the NFL slash backup quarterback, bouncing around, and I didn't even he didn't even crack the top three. I don't think. Like, I I I mean I I just think that was a it, that was maybe a fun coda to the Baker Mayfield Browns relationship that the guy that they picked up mid season ended up kind of you know snatching everybody's hearts in a way that. Baker Mayfield kind of didn't this year, even though he probably 
had a a bigger comeback in terms of just where he was at the end of last year to where he is now and and what he was able to help that Buccaneers team do. So like you said, these 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 awards are hard to quantify. It's hard to say what makes a comeback. And really, Jake, the number one thing that I am left reflecting on after the Browns win four of these awards is how much they are absolutely a snapshot of a moment in time. And it hurts a little bit because it put me back in the feeling that I had the week between the end of the regular season or after the Jets game, I guess we'll say, since the end of the regular season was kind of a an exhibition game. But from the end of December through that Texans wildcard game, the feeling that I had, how excited and optimistic, optimistic is the word. Mm-hmm. We were really talking about that team going to the Super Bowl. And they got toasted in the wild card round. And it really still stings quite a bit because think about all of these people voting and the week in which that voting took place. Flacco was one of the hottest quarterbacks in the league. The defense was playing really, really well. The The coach had kind of proved his mettle. They're going to go into the playoffs against a rookie quarterback and a rookie head coach in Houston, a team that definitely overachieved. And you, you've got to think that they're favorites. And they were favorites by the line. And and then what happens unfolds the way that it does. I'm not trying to bum people out here, but these awards in a way are a little bit of a bummer to me because they remind me of that specific moment in time where it was like, this is really lining up for the Browns. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful, guys. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and concerts near you. You can find them last minute with killer deals, and their best price guarantee helps you stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for all the fun you've had. So why would you go Game Time? They have flash deals, last-minute tickets. They're easy to find. Buy tickets for every kind of event in your area, specifically those Cleveland Browns. You get great images of the seats view which is awesome when you're trying to figure out how the stadium is going to look when you're trying to find that right ticket for the right price. And they have that low price guarantee and event cancellation protection, job loss protection, all of the stuff to help you protect your money, right? It's the fastest growing ticket app for a reason in the country. You get images of your seats. Like I said, before you buy them, you buy tickets in a matter of seconds and they're sent directly to your phone. All right. So you never have to go digging through your email to find something last second. It is always there. You can put them in your wallet app and make sure to have them up and ready to go. It's important to know you can download that game time app, which makes it extremely easy, very intuitive, very fast way to buy those tickets, create an account and use the promo code OBR for $20 off your first purchase. Again, terms apply. Again, create that account, redeem the code OBR for $20 off. You can do so at GameTime.co. It is not .com, it is GameTime.co, but I would suggest downloading that app, taking advantage of the $20 off coupon using the promo code OBR. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I think, too, not to take us too far down Negativeville on the night that they win four awards, but like the feeling Texans fans having won their quarterback wins rookie of the year on offense and their, their young edge wins rookie of the year on defense. Like that's something they get to keep carrying on. This feels a little different because um, you know, the miles and Kevin stuff, there's a good vibe around it, but you know that there's probably not a Joe Flacco future here. And you know that the last thing we have of a taste of Jim Schwartz defense is what you mentioned happened in Houston. So like there's a little bit of like trying to remove that from celebrating those awards which is a little bit a little bit tricky but yeah i mean like for the most part tonight was tonight was great i thought i I thought that they most of the awards they they got right andrew so they lamar wins mvp like we talked about and i think you and i have been fine on that christian mccaffrey pretty runaway winner of offensive player of the year tyreek hill was second i think that's more than fine um defensive player of the year we spent enough time on that but i think that that is a fine award winner cj stroud will anderson fine with both of those flacco's the surprise i think again that's the most subjective award so i don't have a problem with people not thinking that was fine but joe certainly deserved what he got because he was really stellar for a team that needed somebody to be stellar so totally fine with that the thing about coach of the year that was really interesting and i would have kind of been into this is obviously there's the tiebreaker of first place votes kevin won by one first place vote a 165 even number there i would have kind of been fine with like a co coach of the year i thought that would have been coach co co coach right yeah there you go um little hot coach would have been fine with that outcome i think that's the one that surprised me most going into tonight ranking the surprise miles was not a surprise schwartz not a surprise kevin uh probably was the one that i accepted had the least likely outcome for him to win i actually really was set on d'amico winning that award i thought joe still had a really good chance because like when you think about how the votes first, second, and third work out, if you weren't into DeMar Hamlin winning first, you probably weren't voting for him at all. Like, look at the counting stats. He didn't do anything this year, really, right? So he did have the one fake punt rush, but uh, again, um, not not really much to talk about in terms of production. So, like, if you weren't into that ward being his because he didn't play much, you weren't giving him a second or third place vote. So I thought Joe had a really good chance to win that award. 
I thought Mayfield might be the bigger threat, to be honest. But like we talked about, he wasn't even taken very seriously. So that's the one that surprised me. And again, we'll mention like Cam Hayward won Walter Payton of the Year, Man of the Year Award, deserved. He's a great Congrats person. to Cam Hayward. Yeah. A great dude. So the only other thing I want to talk about in the awards as we wrap this up is could the production value have been any worse? Like so, I, multiple times, like they're not the audio wasn't working for portions of it. And then like the, the Steven Stefanski moment was bizarre. Yeah, that guy was not was sober, I think would be a, a, a kind way to characterize the, the guy they had presenting coach of the year. I don't even the know funny who he thing was. Is, he was in the show. This is us, which was a big, I think NBC uh, show. Okay, and he was yeah. played a character who got drunk quite often. So I don't uh, know. Well, maybe he's he was method. in character. Yeah. yeah he's method. <laughs> Yeah. Method acting it up. I don't know, man, but I just was kind of amazed. I first turned on the show and it was the Cirque du Soleil stuff going on with Tyreek Hill making the biggest confused face I've ever seen. And I'm like, this is actually really funny to watch these guys sort of seeing the spectacle made during this award show. It's it's kind of obvious the NFL is trying to replicate like the Oscars and stuff like that. And they're doing I think they're the only league that can do this. So uh, overall, like the vibe of it wasn't awful, but, you know, Keegan-Michael Key comes out with his pant leg pulled up. Like, I don't know if you noticed that he was walking in the introduction monologue, like just left yeah, leg, no, left I leg mean, up on the suit. I, it was just sloppy. I'm like, these I, guys are rough, man. I did not set out to watch this tonight. And if TJ Watt hadn't tweeted that, I, I probably wouldn't have. I probably yeah. would have just kind of followed it via social media or whatever, but once it just it really happened like an avalanche for Browns fans, man, because that that was really kind of our call to worship. And then once you get that, it's like, oh, hey, it's starting. It's starting. Let's go see what all the fuss is about. Yeah. And then they just kept winning. And it was really fun. I mean, I, I was a bummer about it earlier, but I do. It, it is fun. The season was was a success for the Browns. Yeah. Even with that playoff uh, result going the way that it did, it was still a successful season for the Browns to overcome that adversity and prove that they can win when things are stacked against them multiple times throughout the season. And that's, that is a skill that you hope you, you, you really think should carry over to next season because it's a, it's a culture. A lot of those guys that were part of that will be back. And if that, if it leads to them being able to pull a few wins out of nowhere next year, when they're healthier, then that raises their floor from like a nine and eight team to like a 10 and seven or 11 and 6 team and mm -hmm. and allows them to really get into that next level of teams that that can play with the best. And so that's that's the hope, right? Is that um that this will be sort of a launching pad. And everybody that won an award except for Joe Flacco to your point is coming back. So you get Miles Garrett back, you get Jim Schwartz back, you get Kevin Stefanski back. They're all back. We think they've made some improvements, so it it, it should hopefully fuel a little optimism. We've got you know, seven months now to wait till the next season, but it, it was nice to kind of look back and celebrate the, the 2023 season a little bit and, and, you know, congrats to the Browns for doing what they did, but you're, you're right. In terms of the production values, it's not a show worth watching. It's, it's, it shouldn't be as big of a spectacle as it is. They would do better to tone it down a little bit, but they're not <laughs> try telling the NFL that. Yeah, they're, they're not they're, They, I'll be curious what the, um, the, the reviews are for what the ratings ended up for this because like baseball, basketball, try to do this. It's not happening. Usually like the ESPYs is this sort of production because you get all sports pulled into one realm, but um, I will be interested. They, they, they made a real effort here uh, Vegas style to make this, uh, to make it pretty meaningful. So um, 
the only thing I, uh, otherwise I wanted to hit on was uh, the the Hall of Fame names were released, which I think is, um, you know, I just want to kind of like first glance take a peek at these: Dwight Freeney, Devin yes. Hester, totally on, so Andre, happy for him. And this is like another group that's making me feel old, mm. uh, you know. So Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Julius Peppers, and Patrick Willis, just a mm. just an mm. elite elite group, and then. On the senior level of the award, um, getting into the hall, Randy Gratishar and then um, Steve McMichael. So a really great class. And it's a reminder that every class moving forward is like, oh, those were our guys growing up. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I right. loved watching Andre Johnson play. Oh, First man. Houston Texan to make the hall. It's really cool. It's really yeah. cool. And I thought Patrick Willis was as, as mm-hmm. good at the linebacker position oh, as God, anybody yes. I've ever seen. So, yeah. And Dwight Freeney was the forefront of the spin move, man. Yep. He hit you with the spin move. Nobody could, nobody could break free of that thing. And you know, I don't. It's just it again a reminder of like the NFL is moving rapidly. And it was kind of funny because I was listening tonight to 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 Mayfield. Mayfield gave an interview uh, about this team believing in him, an organization believing in him, and, and all that stuff. Where right? he he can feel good about that stuff. He deserves to. He he did pull himself up out of nowhere again, but he made it. Uh, t- he made it known like so the guys entering the nfl were in like high school watching him and how weird that is and then i'm thinking like god man this is moving way too fast mayfield's like approaching 30 and it feels like just yesterday that that guy was drafted or we were talking about him being drafted so um football moving quick do you think maybe teams think that the two-time nfl mvp is worth a couple first round picks man, you know any regrets there it, i don't even want to yeah. talk about it man i don't yeah. want to talk about it it's maybe absolutely owner, ridiculous stuff. Owner collusion, you think? Disgusting. Maybe? Yeah. Totally yeah. disgusting. And Lamar Jackson should not be in the AFC North. He should not. He should be he the should highest be paid player in sports with a fully guaranteed contract playing for the Falcons or whoever wanted to pony yeah. up, but it wouldn't have been the Baltimore Ravens. So ridiculous. Very frustrating. That's the break that the teams like these get. The Ravens get that break yep. that the NFL yep. won't, there you go. won't do that stuff. So there you go. Anyway, we're out of here. That's an awards reaction. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Go Browns. Good night. Four awards. And hopefully, like you said, Andrew, launches them into like a belief that we are of the NFL's elite. Like we belong right. in these markets. We belong in these moments. And it's uh, it's it's easy to forget how rare these things are, you know, to see your team do this sort of stuff. So don't feel guilty about that or don't feel pessimistic about it. Like just enjoy it. Enjoy it. So pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we'll be back. I have a, a, mail, a mailbag podcast to post later in the day. So check back around two, three o'clock. We'll have the mail back up and that'll give you something here for the early part of the weekend. Andrew and I'll connect again. The Browns have kept the uh, content churning. We'll see if they make any more decisions that allow us to get together over the weekend and talk about something fun. So until then, as we always say, thanks for being here, making this podcast a part of your day. Great review it if you can. Be well. Have a great Friday. And go Browns. Go Browns.